Welcome to the Flow and Freedom Show. I'm your host, Avril Anderson, coach, mentor, and guide for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs who are ready to let go of the BS around what building a business should look like and create a scalable, thriving, soul-aligned business that balances the divine feminine and divine masculine energies within. Hello, my loves, and welcome to this episode of the Flow and Freedom Show. And I'm so excited to be sharing with you today the three most important lessons that I learned when I was growing my business. And there's three in the title. I've said there's going to be three, but there might be more. We'll see what bubbles up. I do have a couple of sub notes that may turn into lessons of their own as we move through today's episode. But I really wanted to share these with you because I want you to be able to take away from these as you're ready to go to that next level in your business. So you, you're out of the startup gates, right? You have your business, you've built your business, you have clients, you have your services, you have your offers. You've started to figure out this thing called entrepreneurship and you're actually pretty good at it looking from the outside of your business in, but inside your business, you know you're ready for the next level. You know you're ready to scale. You know you're really ready to quantum leap this thing into levels of success that at one point were probably beyond your wildest dreams. And you know deep within your bones you're ready for this, right? But there's something holding you back. There's something holding you back, stopping you from getting to that next level. And it's probably frustrating the hell out of you because you're like, I'm so ready for this. I see everyone else around me that perhaps maybe started their business at the same time as you. And that's comparison trap that you're falling into there, but we do tend to look outwards. And you're probably seeing people and you're thinking, why is she having that level of success? I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. I've put in the work. I've got my business to that level where I'm ready for it. Why am I not there? So I wanted to share with you the three biggest lessons that I learned when I was at that stage and I was looking around going, why the hell has everyone else got this figured out and I don't? Um, and plateauing at that level of being ready for the next evolution of your business, being so ready for it, but being held back and not understanding why. And these are the three biggest lessons that I learned when I was going through that phase that when I actually started to pay attention to them and really take the action aligned with them, that everything started to shift, that it all started to happen. And it happened easier than I thought it could because I was getting radically honest with myself. Um, and total disclaimer here, guys, there's very little in this about implementing the next strategy or looking at um, framing your systems or upgrading your systems that those are not the biggest lessons I learned that shifted my business those are the things that helped support me when I was evolving when my business was growing but those are not the things that caused the shift the real big evolution the growth the quantum leaps what I'm going to talk to you today are is the key things, the core things that every business owner, in my opinion, needs to understand when they're growing and scaling a business, to understand that you're not broken, you're not getting it wrong, you know, nobody else is doing it better than you, or it's not like it's not meant for you. These are the things that I really want you to take to heart, remember, and work on to really help move you to that next level, because these are the things that move you and shift you to the next level. And well, they certainly were for me and they are when I work with clients when we dig down deep into it. So let's dive in. Lesson number one, you'll always want to retreat. You'll always want to retreat. And what I mean by this is when we reach a certain level and it becomes our familiar, okay? So it becomes a familiar, we, we've moved up and we've moved forward and we've got there and you know, we're like, okay, we're in a good place. Now we're signing clients and it's feeling good. We're launching programs that feel aligned but I'm not having the level of success that I desire. I'm not having the level of success that I want to see in my business, right? Okay, I'm gonna aim for increasing the number of clients that I'm gonna take on. I'm gonna aim for increasing my sales and my cash this next quarter. 
and it's very relevant that we're recording this podcast as we enter a new quarter of the year shortly. And when you commit to that, and logically, you know, when you write it down on paper and you've got your plan, you know what you're aiming for, you know what your goal is. But then all of a sudden you start to put in the work and you start to show up more, you start to implement new strategies, you start to actively sell more and you're like, why is no one buying? Or why am I not taking the action that I want to take? Why, why is this not happening for me? And you find yourself saying, okay, logically, I really, really, really want this, but why is it not happening? Why am I not showing up and doing the things that I need to do? Why am I self-sabotaging? Because logically, we know we want the thing, right? Logically, we know that we want it. But the key thing here, guys, is logic isn't running the show. What's running the show is your subconscious brain. That's where 95% of our thinking takes place. And it's already done the thinking and taken the action before your conscious mind has had a chance to blink and wake up and have its coffee. So when we're logically telling ourselves, we're telling our, you know, operating from the conscious and wondering why we're not getting results, we need to start looking at the subconscious because you will want to retreat. Because what is happening is when you set that goal, your brain is going, oh, this is new. This is unfamiliar territory. I don't want to step out there because that represents danger. Anything other than familiar is danger. So we see the familiar as a safe, but it's so important to realize that familiar doesn't always mean safe. Familiar means actually being still. <laughs> familiar means staying in the same place. Familiar means nothing changing. But we know as businesses grow and evolve, as you grow and evolve, things change. You have to change and grow and evolve too. And so does your business, which means taking action to step outside the comfort zone, to step outside the fear zone and step into that place of taking action, the growth zone, the courage zone. So knowing this and actually having a conscious understanding and understanding your patterns. So learning to understand what happens when I try to do something new in my business. What action am I taking? What patterns am I seeing showing up when I am trying to take the action in my business to get to the next level? What, what is showing up for me? How is that showing up? Because then when you start to become aware of the patterns that are keeping you retreating back to your old frequency, to the old way of doing things that are keeping you physically stuck in your business, we can start to work with them then. We can start to remove them when you can identify what it is you fear will happen. Because again, don't forget, we're stepping outside of the comfort zone. So it can be in our subconscious, but it can also be in our nervous system as well, guys, which are going to come on in a little bit, that at some level, it doesn't feel safe for us to have this level of growth. So we retreat back into the comfort zone because it feels hard. We're pushing the edges now and the limiting beliefs, the conditioning, the ego is all shouting at us. Our inner critic is louder than she has ever been. And if we're not prepared for that on that level of looking at our mindset and looking also at our nervous system and just looking at our whole body and our whole self and where it doesn't feel safe for us to have that next evolution in our business, we will keep getting out of the starting gates and retreating back and going out and retreating back. And there's nothing more frustrating or tiring or exhausting as a business owner as showing up and trying to put in the work and not getting the results. I know it. I've been there. I feel you. I have been that entrepreneur who didn't understand why the hell she just couldn't hit the sales target, who couldn't understand why the hell she couldn't just launch the podcast with the equipment sitting on her desk for over a year. And until I started to dig down deep and understand what patterns were showing up every single time, only then when I took it from the subconscious to the conscious, could I clear it, move through it and move past it to really accept that that was no longer the action I wanted to take. But first of all, I had to bring awareness to it and I had to be aware 
that we will want to retreat. Expect it, expect the pushback, expect the resistance as you hit the edges of your comfort zone. But what we have to do is be mindful that that will happen. If we know it will happen, we can start to take the action, whether it's looking at our beliefs, working with a coach to really help us push through that, or starting to understand how we are playing out our beliefs and our conditioning when we go to do those things. So that is number one, you will always want to retreat. But don't forget that the success actually stands on the other side of your fear. So knowing that we're going to feel that pushback, knowing we're going to feel the resistance, being prepared for it, starting to look out for the patterns that are playing out when you're actually trying to do those big things, make those big moves and come off the plateau up to the next evolution, up to the next peak of the mountain is really, really, really key. So paying attention to where we're holding ourselves back and where we're retreating instead of rising to our next level and our next evolution, because it's waiting for you, it is there, it's possible for you. There is nothing that is not possible for you. Let me repeat that, there is nothing that is not possible for you if you want it. If you can see it on the screen of your mind, you can hold it in your hand. The key is working with the subconscious and the body and the nervous system to show it that the action that you're taking is safe. Number two, your external reality is a reflection of your internal world. Your external reality is a reflection of your internal world. And for me, what this looked like was attracting clients that were amazing clients, but weren't aligned with the work that I was doing, weren't ready to take the action, weren't ready to show up and do the things that they needed to do to get them to the next level. They were looking for codependency as opposed to co-creation. And that's what we're all about here. We're not about codependency, we're about co-creation. Um, and for me, it, I, I used to be like that too. I was looking for a coach to save me. So I believe that you know, everyone else held a part of my success apart from me. So I had to learn from the best. I had to do all of the coaching programs. I had to do all of the qualifications. I had to do all of the self-study programs because I didn't know enough. I didn't know enough. I didn't know enough. And the truth of the matter was that I was just hiding from what was within me, from actually my natural true, true genius and owning that. So because, of course, we've been conditioned to believe that you shouldn't blow your own trumpet. You shouldn't actually recognize how freaking amazing you are, which is the biggest load of BS I've ever heard, guys. And the thing is, what we think about ourselves on the inside or what we think is possible for us or what we believe to be true about ourselves is going to manifest in our external reality. Remember, if we look at um, manifestation and what it's actually all about and the law of attraction and frequencies and energetics, we don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. We don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. And the key here, the big learning for me was that I actually needed to start showing up as her. I needed to start showing up as a version of myself who was owning her truth, who wasn't people pleasing anymore, who wasn't afraid of losing followers and clients, because if they're not aligning with where you want to go and where you want to take your business, they're of absolutely no purpose to you. And you're actually not adding value for them if they're not aligned with what it is you're doing, who, how you're showing up and who you are serving and how you're helping shift your audience or your clients. Then having those followers are just an ego metric. They're literally there to serve your ego going, look at me, I've got X number of followers. And this is why I always say it's about quality over quantity. When I first launched this business, I had um, a really successful launch by my terms coming out of the starting gates. I think it was two months after I started the business officially and started showing up and talking about our three. I had less than 400 
um, Instagram followers and I had a 7k launch I signed four clients in that launch because internally I was showing up as the coach and the mentor who was ready who was taking the action aligned with who I was to actually sign those clients and as I've grown and as I've evolved my business has evolved I've evolved I've grown my audience has evolved who I work with has evolved and changed as I have grown and evolved and Every time you go to step in that next level, every time your next evolution appears, every time you feel your intuition and hear her consistently telling you, it's time, it's time, it's time. What she's really saying is it's time to start showing up as the level of you, the version of you who brings in those clients that you really want, who signs the number of clients you want, who creates the, the amount of income that you want. How is she showing up every single day? How is she looking after herself? What is she saying to herself? What is she thinking? What is she saying to others? How is she showing up? Because I was so crippled by imposter syndrome. I was so crippled by actually fearing saying things that would cause people to question me or call me out or disagree with me. God forbid somebody would disagree with what we say. But I always say, if somebody is disagreeing with you, then you're actually taking a stand. You're coming at it from an angle and actually showing up with your true purpose, with what it is you're here to do. We can't all think the same. We won't all have the same opinions. We won't all have the same views and perspectives in life. Because remember, everyone has their own model of the world. You cannot perceive how somebody is going to receive the message that you put out there. You can only put it out there wholly as yourself in the trust and knowing that that is your perspective, that is your view, that is a full hell body yes reflection of who you are at your soul, not dulling down your message. So if you're dulling down your message, if you're editing your posts and your comments and you're filtering your videos, your podcasts, because you're worried that somebody won't agree with what you say, then you're going to attract that in the external world. You're going to attract the dull down clients. You're going to attract the clients that don't fully align with what it is you want to say. And even worse than that, if you're showing up in a filtered way and afraid to own fully who you are at your core, at your soul, and stop worrying about people pleasing and making sure the message meets everyone, because that also from a strategic point of view is going to attract everyone and no one at the same time, which is not what you want, right? You know who you serve, you know how you serve them, you know how you shift your clients. So start talking to those clients. But if we're constantly putting out there a dull down version of ourselves, a watered down version of ourselves, and then when clients come to work with us, they're like, whoa, this is a completely different person than who I see showing up in social media. It also creates a disconnect with our clients. So unless we are starting to fully own who we are and doing the internal work and projecting out our full and whole selves, showing up as a version of us, bringing that energy, bringing the energy of who we are, who the next evolution of us is, we're never going to attract the people that are really going to be soul yes clients. The kind of clients that you go at the end of a coaching call or at the end of a work project working with them or whatever way it is that you work with your clients, that you go, I feel so let up right now that I get to serve these clients. But that takes you to start showing up as the version of you who is already attracting those clients. Is she dulling down her content? Is she not launching the programs that she wants to launch? Is she adding into her programs that does not light her up because she thinks they need to be there? Otherwise, nobody will buy them. Is that the version of you that is going to take you to your next level? And for me, it certainly wasn't. What I learned was that if I really wanted to create that external reality, if I wanted to call in those absolute dreamboat clients, 
and the ones that just set my soul on fire. And those are the clients that I work with. Every single client that I work with is a hell yes client because as a generator and as somebody who has honed her ability and continues to hone her ability to listen to her gut and with a defined spleen as well. So my intuition is on point. I have learned to say no to clients that just do not align with what it is I'm here to do and how I can serve them. I will never take on a client if I know if I don't know deep in my heart and soul that we can create a shift for them, that we can move them, we can create momentum for them to have that quantum leap because that is what I'm here to do with my clients. It is here to move you, to help you quantum leap so that actually creating the prosperity you desire, creating the freedom you desire, creating the ease that you desire is easy. It's done with ease. Now, easy doesn't mean it's not going to be uncomfortable. Easy doesn't mean that you're not going to have to take the action that makes you feel uncomfortable. But what easy means is that you're actually taking the action knowing that it feels so darn right that you can't not take it because it's a true reflection of who you are. So that is the second thing. If right now you're looking out of your business and I want you to take some time today, grab a pen and paper after this podcast episode and sit down and actually write out what in your external reality right now is not a reflection of how you would like it to be. What do you want to be different? What is not a true reflection of what you want to be happening in your external reality? That could be relationships with loved ones or family members or clients. That could be programs that you're serving clients with that aren't lighting you up. That could be not having the income that you desire to have in your business consistently. That could be the action that you're not taking that you really want to be taking, whether it's launching the podcast, the YouTube channel, showing up in a way that feels really good for you, or if it's actually, I feel so, you know, run down by my business right now because everything feels hard. Get it all out on paper, guys. If it's in our head, it's in our nervous system, it's in our body. And this is the key thing. We don't just hold things in our head, we hold it in our bodies. Which brings me on to the third point, which is when it comes to growing and scaling your business, it is one of the deepest spiritual practices that I have ever undertaken. And if we go back to number two, um, you know, the fact that your external reality is a reflection um, of your internal world, for so long I hid in the spiritual closet, I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm here as a business coach and a mentor. And actually I realized that actually what I'm here to do is much bigger than that. My mission and my purpose is much bigger than being a business mentor in inverted commas. I am here to shift and help women have quantum leaps so that they can fully come home to their soul selves and grow businesses without the BS, without the BS. I'm not here. Life is too short to build a business that dulls you down, keeps you in a box, keeps you in a closet, keeps you stuck where you don't want to be because you're afraid of standing out, because you're afraid of showing up, because you're afraid of owning your damn mission, because you're afraid of actually coming home to yourself and taking away the ego, the conditioning, the beliefs about who you should be and how you have to show up to be the good girl in business and life and actually show up fully as you, all parts of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it, and own it. Own every single part of it and show up in your business and your life every day as that version of you, because that's when the quantum leaps happen. That's when the shifts happen that you couldn't perceive would ever happen at the rate that they happen. When you get radically honest with yourself, when you get radically honest with how you're not showing up as who you fully are and owning that, that's whenever you're keeping yourself stuck. And that's how I help my clients. It's clearing out the clutter, the crap, and actually creating a business and a strategy that aligns with them because you will always be your strategy. You are your strategy. Every strategy will work. No strategy will work. It's the energy behind it and the alignment with who you are as a human being, as a soul, 
as a way shower, as a guide, as a coach, as a service provider, whatever it is you do. Any strategy will work and no strategy will work. And I want you to remember that. Um, and I've went off on a tangent, so let's bring it back to point number three. Your nervous system is your best friend and your worst enemy when growing and scaling a business. And what I mean by this is we are so disconnected from our bodies. We are so disconnected from our nervous system. We are so disconnected from what is going on within our actual body that we are working so hard against ourselves when we're growing and scaling our businesses. Because again, it goes back to that element of, does this feel safe to me? If you're carrying around a lifetime of trauma like I was, I was carrying around decades upon decades of trauma in my body, in my nervous system. I was constantly living in hyperarousal, which means I was constantly living in fight or flight mode. So everything that happened, I was reacting to it, not responding to it, reacting to it, because I was constantly in that mode of threat, threat, threat. So can, growing a business from that place of actually thinking everything's a threat, everything could go wrong at any moment, and having a nervous system that is so amped up, it's no wonder I burnt out with my first business. It's it, Looking back now, there's no surprise to me that that happened, because I had been living in a state of hyperarousal due to quite a, a traumatic childhood that had a lot a lot of stuff going on um including parental abandonment and all sorts of things um when my dad left home when I was 11 and this was playing out in my nervous system but also in my business because as much as we try to disconnect ourselves from our businesses we are our businesses we're running them you are your business whether or not you have a team Right now, at this stage in business that you're at, you're still heavily invested in and involved in your business. Therefore, the decisions that you're making aren't just made from the logical brain. They're also made from that place of actually your nervous system and how we look after that and how we regulate that and how we actually start to create regulation in our nervous systems is so, so important. And I was so ignorant to this fact. I was so completely ignorant to the fact that actually it's not this thing from the neck down matters just as much as what is going on in my head because we're taught to live from the neck up. What do you think about that? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And as a sacral generator, I am not meant to respond with thinking. I am meant to respond with feeling. And if like me, you have a sacral authority, you're here to do that too. You're here to respond with that hell yes or hell no feeling in your sacral that says, this is for me. This is not for me. So Actually, learning to connect back with my body has been one of the biggest shifts in my business. Learning to work with my nervous system, learning to regulate my nervous system, learning to actually identify when I'm not regulated, when I'm in dysregulation, when I am out of that lovely social engagement sort of green area of the nervous system and, and actually going up into fight or flight. Now, of course, we're not meant to live in regulation all of the time. We are meant to be able to dip into fight, flight and freeze. But the key thing is being able to regulate back down into that social engagement zone, into that safety zone. And for a lot of us, especially if like me, you're a high functioning, um, have a high functioning anxiety or had, um, you know, you learn that that doesn't serve you. You start to learn that actually I'm stuck up here and it's not serving me and it's not serving my business and getting stuck up there as many of us do. It's just a recipe for disaster and burnout. So the third biggest lesson that I have for you today is start to reconnect back in with your body. Start to understand how your nervous system health is. 
How healthy is your nervous system? Are you constantly living in a state of dysregulation? Are you constantly reacting to things as opposed to responding to things? Or have you, are you completely maybe gone into freeze mode where you're just completely disassociated and can't actually take the action you've literally frozen because your body has went into that survival response mode? Um, and I have been in all of these states, guys, and more and more and more now that I've learned the ability to, and how this is also how I support my clients, is starting to work with the whole body, the whole person, soul, emotions, mind, body, all of it, all of you. Because when you start a business, you're not just starting it with your brain. You're starting it with your heart. You're starting it with your soul. You're starting it with your passion. You're starting it with your body and your nervous system. And as you grow it, as you start to get to your next evolution and your next stage, it requires a new level of you. It requires a new level of actually understanding these parts of yourself, your subconscious, your beliefs, your wounding, your trauma, your nervous system, your passion, your goals, your soul, soul, passions and purpose and coming home to that. Anyone can start and grow a business, but making it easier for yourself is actually understanding these core points. Actually, when we start to learn these lessons and we start to embrace them and we become aware of them and how important they are, in becoming the version of you and the creating the success that you deeply, deeply desire. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not broken. You don't need fixed. It's not that you need another strategy or another course or another skill set. You need to start to come home to who you are and understand the power within you and unleash it. Unleash what is already within you. And that is what I love to do. That is the biggest buzz moment for me when I start to see my clients actually unlocking who they are and unblocking themselves from their greatness. It's not about another Instagram strategy. It's not about another way to do business. It's about actually just coming home and doing the work on you. When you work on yourself, your business grows and evolves as a result. There is no two ways about it. I've seen this time and time again, and I've lived it with myself as well. So learning to work with your nervous system as well as actually working with the subconscious brain. And actually, again, it's about showing your nervous system that the, the what you're doing, you're making big moves. Yeah, okay, this is safe. So showing your nervous system that the action that you're taking is safe too is super, super, super important. So my lovelies, those are my three biggest lessons that I have learned when it comes to scaling and growing my business. And genuinely, whenever I started to really dig down deep into these, own these and get radically honest with myself, where I wasn't allowing myself to rise, where I was holding myself back, where I was retreating for what was meant for me and what patterns were actually playing out and really started to work on removing those and replacing those with new empowering patterns. When I started to embody and show up as a version of myself who had got to the next level, who had reached the next peak in her business and had rose to that level, my external reality really started to match how I was showing up and what I was doing in my business. And the third thing, was when I actually really started to realize that there was a body connected to this head and started to live in that, connect in that, release the trauma and the past that was really stored in there and understand how to use my nervous system to the best of its ability, how to actually work with the nervous system, how to bring myself into regulation and really use those techniques daily, every single day, multiple times a day. I actually make it a priority to regulate my nervous system because that's when we're going to take the action that feels good and feels safe to us. And it's not going to feel like we're working against ourselves all the time. When you put those that trio of lessons together, 
that's what creates radical shifts. There are other things that go around this and things that will work, but those are my three biggest lessons that I learned, I implemented, and also how I support my clients to really create the shifts that they're craving. It's not about the next level strategy, it's about your strategy, you. You are your strategy, my love, and really creating a strategy that is aligned to that. Once you are working on unlocking this and these core parts of you and you're coming home to yourself, your strategy is like the cherry on the cake. It is the next level um, part of the, the journey. I have loved speaking with you today, my lovelies, about this topic. And I'd love to know what has resonated with you, what has struck a chord, or what your findings are when you implement this within your business. So make sure and come and connect with me and uh, let me know how you've got on. Bye.